0: Listener discretion is advised. Jason also maintained contact while he was in hiding with his current girlfriend at the time, a girl named Mia. She is the same girl that he was with that morning when he left his home and his father discovered Amanda's body in his closet. She told police when they called where they could find Jason. He was hiding at that shady motel. She knew that's where he was because in addition to the booty call that he made to his ex-girlfriend, he also had Mia over. Investigators decided to speak with Mia about her relationship with Jason. In that meeting, they found out some horrifying information. That evening of July 19th, the night before Amanda's body was discovered, Mia and Jason spent the night in his bedroom, alone, or at least that's what she thought. The two shared Xanax sipped on some wine, and had sex all night. All the while, Amanda's dead body was just feet away from them in the closet. Mia wasn't aware that Amanda was there. She wasn't even aware that she had been in the room before. She did say that she was having nightmares and trouble sleeping that night. Looking back at it now, she can understand why. Back at the morgue, the autopsy of Amanda was beginning, and upon visual inspection of the body... They immediately felt foul play could be involved when they noted she had some duct tape in her hair and saw bruising on her neck and legs. She also appeared to have suffered some trauma to the head and a violent sexual assault. Police tracked down Jason at the motel and detained him for violating his parole because they suspected he may have been directly involved with the death of Amanda. Nothing was confirmed until the autopsy was completed, but to be sure, they brought Jason into police custody while the investigation continued. He was held on suspicion of first-degree murder, sexual battery, and false imprisonment. The relationship between Jason and Amanda was that of a friendship, according to her friends and family. Some friends of Amanda's were surprised to hear Jason's name because up until then, they'd never heard of him before. The two have known each other for about a year prior to Amanda's death. It is unclear how the two met, but Amanda's parents knew she was going away with the Shenfield family to the Florida Panhandle for a brief vacation, and they were okay with it. They knew Jason was a few years older than Amanda and that he was in his early 20s. Toxicology reports came back along with the coroner's finding for cause of death. They ruled that Amanda had been beaten, strangled, and raped. She suffered some traumatic blows to the head with blunt force, along with hemorrhaging on her neck. Her blood tests revealed traces of cocaine, Xanax, and Ritalin in her system. She had also choked on her own vomit at the time of her death And medical examiners determined that although she had vomited, because she wasn't conscious at the time, her gag reflexes didn't kick in, and the presence of vomit in her throat was a result of her not being able to clear her own airway because she wasn't even awake when she vomited. It is likely it happened after death or as a result of being strangled. And therefore, her cause of death was strangulation and ruled a homicide. DNA evidence recovered from the scene revealed that both Jason and Amanda's were both present on the tape found in the garbage can, the belt found in the backpack, and in Amanda's underwear. In October of 2007, a Florida judge found that there was enough evidence to prove that Jason was in violation of his probation he was on from the robbery conviction of 2002, and very well may be directly responsible for the death and rape of Amanda. Due to that, he was sentenced to 15 years in prison. In a separate trial, he was still facing a murder conviction that an indictment handed down by the grand jury said they were seeking the death penalty. Before the murder trial could begin, Jason decided to change his initial plea of not guilty to guilty. Interviews with his legal team revealed that the motive for the plea may have been to avoid the death penalty. Jason's attorney stated that, among that, the decision to plead guilty was also done to spare the parents of Amanda the humiliation and horror of a trial. The details of the gruesome way she died and the manner of sexual abuse she suffered was not something any parent should have to hear their child went through. Amanda's parents were also present and said nothing can make their grief subside, but they did not believe Amanda would want them to pursue the death of anything and made the following statement, quote, this will conclude the episode. Thanks for tuning in. If you like what you hear, please leave a comment and subscribe. Thank you.